0: time with Ricky Lee. Thank you so much for tuning in to 101.5 Huntley Community Radio. If you are ever outside of the broadcast region, go ahead and stream the station in real time at huntleyradio.com. That way, you never miss your favorite shows. And remember, you can always listen to current and past episodes of the It Show Time with Ricky Lee podcast whenever and wherever you want. For the most part, We don't do a lot of hard journalism on It's Showtime with Ricky Lee. We're known for being fun and entertaining. But sometimes it is important to talk about things of worldwide relevance. Such is the case with today's show. In February of 2022, Russia invaded the Ukraine, trying to conquer and take control of the country. These acts have been denounced as criminal and egregious by leaders throughout the free world. Russian dictator Vladimir Putin has been charged with war crimes for his hellacious attacks. Emerging from the rubble is Daria Kolomik, a Ukrainian music DJ producer and activist. Since the invasion, Daria has made a mission of sharing the music of the Ukrainian people a priority. To give a human element to the criminal attacks on her country by Russia. She's been profiled in Time magazine and has appeared in the United States and Canada to present her country's story in music. I am very pleased and honored to have Daria on the show today. We'll certainly talk about the beauty of the Ukrainian culture and music, but we'll also cover some tough issues. I hope you enjoy the show and learn something in the process. Daria, welcome to the show.
1: Hello, Ricky. It's an honor to be there. Thank you for having me so much. Right now I'm in New York, but I'm actually packing for Ukraine in a couple of hours. I do have my plane to Europe. And then from Europe, I do have like two trains uh, to get to Kiev. So probably uh, maybe some of your listeners will listen to the podcast when I will be in Ukraine. So it's uh, such um, support from you to have me thank you
0: of course of course it's a it's a very important show and I, I thank you for for taking the time and and you know be being so honest with us about the what you've experienced and I wanted to start off with talking about what life was like before what was it like <laughs> before this huge invasion
1: Truly, I had a brilliant, successful, great, happy life. And I truly understand it when the Full Scale Russian invasion started on 24th of February 2022. Before this, I had my radio show. I had my TV show. I was touring as a DJ, as a musical producer. But at 5 a.m., 24th of February, it completely changed because I remember myself, running when i first time heard the air raid alarm and heard first explosions because i do live in kiev uh in the capital of ukraine and uh in the center of kiev uh and it was very intense and huge explosion and i was just running with my backpack and was trying to hide um from the the bombs, you know so and i was living in the cafe in the basement of the cafe on my street with 40 plus different people. And being there, I reflected so deep about my life, about the goals, about our future victory. But right now, the most important things about the fight that we need to do as Ukrainians. And especially for me, the person who is the first journalist and a musician uh, to do everything I can do for my country through music, through the information uh, and through my voice.
0: And let's talk about that voice. You, you had this, uh, you know, uh, air raid going on, you're running in the streets, you're trying to to find safety. And you made the realization that you needed to use your voice, your prominence to bring attention to this, to be a a human voice to what is going on. So you did something. You started uh, 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 a communication on this. Can you tell me about that?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. So from the first days of full scale Russian invasion in Ukraine, I, I was trying to spread the information through my social media, through my Instagram page, Facebook page, uh in English, because I want the world, uh the foreigner people, uh to understand really what is happening inside Ukraine right now and how to be inside in Ukraine, how to live inside the war. So I was trying to spread the information but it wasn't easy because Instagram algorithm they blocked me um, Russian bots and the people from Russia they were trying to report my page um, and I understood my voice is not as loud as I want to do and being in this basement with 40 plus different people I started the podcast. I started collecting the stories from Ukrainians from all over Ukraine, Kharkiv, Mariupol, Kherson, Kyiv, and many more Ukrainian regions. And I just asked people one question. How did the full-scale Russian war started for you? and uh people from even occupied territories they send me the voice messages you know and me being in this basement not even a bomb shelter but basement i was editing those uh stories and i upload them to youtube and i started doing this diary of war podcast but after seven months uh, living inside the war i understood that i need uh to go more worldwide and i just pack uh, the my Ukrainian vinyls, uh, very rare Ukrainian vinyls. The music from seventies, uh, and just um, I don't know some of my clothes, my document, and I first came to New York after seven months. Uh, it was it was truly funny because I knew only one person in New York. Uh, it was my friend, and I was like, okay. I need to do something. And why New York? Because I do believe that New York is like the center of the world. So I came to New York with my vinyls of Ukrainian music uh, to speak out loud about the center, other center of the world, my country, Ukraine, which is right now fighting not only for freedom in Ukraine, but, you know, for human rights, for um, right to be free, you know, uh, to speak, uh their own languages uh to write music in their own languages uh, because i do believe that ukraine right now it's like a wall uh from uh, these russian crimes and so i came first time in new york for five weeks and I was literally like the person who were knocking all the doors and saying, hi guys, I'm Ukrainian girl, I'm a DJ. Let me just play Ukrainian music for you. <laughs> Do you want to know more about Ukrainian Ukrainian music? Just ask me. So I started doing this cultural mission. Because of that, for now, I'm identifying myself not as a musician, not as the host or someone. I'm just like cultural activist. And this is the very important front, you know, because all of my friends right now, they are fighting in the front line, Uh, boys, girls, men, women. But I can fight with the knowledge of Ukrainian history of music, you know, and with being on stage to speak out loud with the music. And because when... you know it's very interesting music, music is very like international language And you probably can't understand the lyrics but But you can feel something You know And we all love music we, we love music. We can have these goosebumps, we can feel these um, beats. And sometimes people do ask me questions. Oh my God, is it Ukrainian music? Is It, it sounds like super great funk. And I'm like, yeah, guys, this is the uh, vinyls from 70s. But do you know the story how hard were are to um uh to oh my god how to say sorry my english (laughs) Uh, to release them back then because uh, ukraine was under soviet union and we like didn't have this independent um uh prints you know so all was printed in moscow which was like the center of making decision so that's why ukrainian musicians and artists made tricky things for those vinyls to be released
0: And so these are actually very, not only are they a a reflection of Ukrainian music, but they're actually very rare recordings because so few of them exist. Um, So tell me, I mean, there's been this great embrace since you've started sharing the music and the stories. Let's talk about the music. For those who have not heard Ukrainian music, let's paint a picture. Tell me. Tell the audience, tell us about Ukrainian music from, from those who haven't heard it. Ukrainian
1: music for me it's very deep. Uh and if you like even can understand the ly- lyrics of our uh songs, it show all the history that we once through and sometimes people think oh why ukrainian music can be very sad very experimental and i can reply to them because we do have like very hard history even my great-grandmother she survived the starvation we call it holodomor it was a starvation um, uh, that happened in 30s in ukraine uh, and that's why Ukrainian music, but, but we, we always win those people, you know, who were fighting for everything and except this, even those crimes that we went through, we was trying to sing. And because of this, like almost every Ukrainian family, they do have people who sing very cool, like very unique because for us, it's like all we have even like russians or soviet union or even russian empire they are trying to steal everything food home you know loved ones we do have this voice and that's why for me this music are much more experimental and because i remember my great-grandmother who were living in the central ukraine um she when she she was very old she was singing with other grannies on the street and um but also it, it has like a mix of experiments because uh, you have nothing to lose. You know, <laughs> you just you just have this art and and a lot of emotions inside. I do remember when we were hiding in a basement in Kyiv and Kyiv was bombed like constantly every minute. We do have the guitar. And in the basement, we started singing Ukrainian songs. So, and for me, it was the explanations of our Ukrainian soul. So they trying to kill us, to destroy us, but we are still singing.
0: (laughs) And this is,
1: guys, what you can really feel when you can listen to Ukrainian music, this power of believing that we are standing we will win we do believe in victory we will love to celebrate life you know
0: you're listening to it's showtime with ricky lee on 101.5 Huntley community radio you can always enjoy current and past episodes on your own schedule as podcasts today my guest is daria clome ik see i got it right that time She is a prolific Ukrainian music DJ, producer and activist who is sharing the beauty of her country through music in defiance of the awful war crimes being perpetrated by Russian dictator Vladimir Putin. Now, Daria, we talked about what it was like when the invasion first started. And then you went to New York, and you've you've started this message. You started the the podcast. You're you're about to go back to the Ukraine. Yeah. What are you stepping into? What is the future, the immediate future, look like for you?
1: Um. Everyone really asks me, why are you coming back? Why you want to come back right now when Ukraine is constantly shelling by Russians and being in Ukraine, you truly don't know what will happen next. But you know, I feel so much energy being in Ukraine. I do feel it's, it's, I don't know how to say it, but I feel more safe being in Ukraine than being in New York because I'm surrounded with the people who really understand me who really understand our big Ukrainian mission, our fight, Uh, and it's very interesting because in Ukraine, uh, except of everything that happening every day, arid alarm, explosions, drones, we do bodies, you know, we do sing, we dance and uh, we fight. So this is the energy I miss very much. Um, What is the future? You ask me. I do believe that uh, Ukrainian armed forces of Ukraine, we do liberate all the Ukrainian territories. Um, And we will celebrate the victory, of course. But it needs time. It needs energy. And it really needs worldwide support. Uh, When people ask me, how can I support you? uh i do really believe that every person in the world can make difference and for example you ricky you right now invite me to share my personal experience which means you do support us right now you're a part of our uh, resistance you know so thank you so much and i do believe and i know that like almost everyone do have social media right now you can spend one minute a day to share the instagram story about ukraine you know you can put ukrainian flag uh on your house uh you can ask questions of ukrainian people you can be open you know and this is truly big support of ukraine but i do believe it works when it mm, it is doing doing like a routine you know like because we are we are uh, as Ukrainians right now are being shelled by Russians as a routine for more than one year of full-scale Russian invasion, but in nine years of war, because the Russian war in Ukraine started nine years ago. And I do grateful for all the people of, in of the whole world and many people who I met in New York who are open their hearts to understand more for people who ask questions uh, and even your audience who right now listen to this uh, podcast, you do guys support us. If you're listening, if you are sharing, if you're interested. thank you so much.
0: Now, as your, your work as a journalist, as a, as a voice of, of the people, as a, as a, a music activist, you, um, you know, you, you, You are presenting the story that you can through social media, through through your different avenues to get the the, the word out. You have already said in the in the interview that you've had to deal with Russian disinformation, Russian propaganda. What is that like from your perspective for those who are listening, who don't know what it's like, who don't know they're being deceived, who don't know the information is is not being relayed? What is it like from your perspective?
1: You know, Russia is very aggressive in its foreign policy. Uh, For example, occupying cities, killing people, destruction and deportation are apparent manifestations of aggression. But there is also a more indirect influence of, like, uh, Russia on the people's opinion in the world. Russian propaganda in the media and social network, uh, they are very powerful. Uh, And for decades, Russia has effectively used soft influence in the world so that the world community treats Russia favorably, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is why the narrative that this war is Putin's, you know, just Putin's war, not the Russians. And that Russian art should not be treated by any differently is so popular today uh and this is very um huge disinformation that russian media they are trying to spread for decades for example the western world admired the uh, fatalism of the mysterious russian soul if you know what i mean or like the great russian culture but also it was the myth about a very powerful russian army But now, after more than one year of full-scale Russian invasion, we all know it was very big fake because Ukraine right now fighting with a huge country and we are still standing. So I do think that we need to compare those things like great Russian army and great Russian culture and to compare it uh, because First, Russian culture passed through Ukraine, and then Russian tanks followed it. Um, you know this fact that Russia often appeals uh, appeals to the fact that Ukrainians and Russians are one nation. Of course, mm. Russian make, <laughs> nation. Mm, right. Uh, yeah. Have you heard it? Yeah, before. Yes. But I do believe that right now, uh, from the full-scale russian invasion everyone knows that we as ukrainians are very different with very different culture um so for a long time, Russia have been broadcasting the same culture paradigm worldwide, investing millions of dollars in this promotion. Because of this, art critics of Western co- uh, countries often did not see the difference between our cultures, uh, signed our artists at the World Exhibition as Russians. And now I can give you example. Uh, for example, um, Kazimir Malevich. A very famous artist. He is Ukrainian artist with Polish roots, who was born in Kiev and lived in the towns and villages of Slubozhanchina. Uh, and uh, Ukrainian identity was the principal position of uh, the arts him, of, of artist himself. Or, for example, uh, famous uh, Ukrainian cuisine borscht. Have you ever tried borscht?
0: I it's am like actually my
1: favorite the. Food.
0: I am the I am the producer of a television show called the Polish Cooking Show, so uh, I oh. I I have I have tried all sorts of fun different things.
1: <laughs> so uh, you know, it was interesting today. For example, I went uh, for the breakfast in some Israeli cafe, and at the menu it was said that pierogi the Russian dumplings with potato no! to the waitress guys do you know pierogies is, is not a uh, Russian it's Polish and Ukrainian but in Ukrainian Pirogi called vareniki but it's Polish and Ukrainian but never been Russian and he was so surprised and I'm like please share it to your manager because it's not true which means this is the Russian propaganda, you know. And uh, for example, Russia also claimed the main dish of Ukrainian cuisine, borsh. Uh, and they promoted the idea of Russian borsh uh, of the international level. And only in 2022, UNESCO added borsh as a Ukrainian dish to the in- Intangible uh, heritage list. So it just happened. Uh, Which means uh, we need to uh, follow, um, dive deep, you know, about Ukrainian artists and Ukrainian cuisine and Ukrainian music, because it's very different.
0: (laughs) Yes, it, it, it sounds like there is a war not only to conquer land and people, but to steal an identity as well a a cultural identity the food the art the music and you know we're we're wrapping up in a few minutes here and i want to steer the, mu- the 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 show back to what is going to happen next for you with your mission of telling these stories what how can people follow you let's get the social media tags out there i'm going to ask you for those and then what can people do in addition to following you, do, you know, do to help your cause. So, first of all, how can people follow you?
1: Uh, people can find me in uh, Instagram. My name is Daria Koloniets. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, I'm very open. Uh, when you want to ask questions, you can just write me through direct messages, and I'm very open to share everything I can do. Um, Uh, What I'm planning to do next, I do really want to promote uh, Diary of War, the podcast. And actually, you can Google it and find the Diary of War on YouTube with uh, English, Spanish, Portuguese, and many more subtitles to understand what we are going through. And right now, I want those stories to give to theater, to actors, to very famous actors who do have voices. And I want those stories to be read by them. That's why I'm coming to New York uh, and uh, I attended some uh, theater communities, I'm meeting actors and they are ready to read those stories. So right now I want those stories to be known worldwide. Um, And your question, how do um, people can support us? It's a very great question. And I never get tired to speak about this. I just want to say to you guys that we as Ukrainians, we do not know the future. Uh, I mean, for me, it's hard to plan the next year because I have no idea what will happen in Kyiv when I come back. If my apartment is still there, if um, I can travel or no, which means Uh, Our life changed completely. Uh, But what I want to do, I want to connect with people worldwide. I'm very ready to travel with my Ukrainian vinyls to play music. I'm open to share those stories. And I know I will not stop till we win.
0: (laughs) You've been listening to It's Showtime with Ricky Lee on 101.5. You can always find us as a podcast to listen to on your own time, anywhere or anytime. Today, my guest has been Ukrainian music DJ, producer and activist Daria Kolomyik. We can only pray that Russia's invasion of the Ukraine ends and the death and destruction cease. Until that time, Daria is doing her part to bring awareness of the beauty and the country, its people and its culture to light. Daria, thank you so much.
1: My pleasure. Thank you so much, Riki. Thank you for having me and for giving me the platform to use my voice, uh, even with my not perfect English. <laughs> but I do appreciate it very, very much. And I hope to see you one day in Ukraine when we win this war. And I, I, I cook borscht, so <laughs> I invite you <laughs> and feed you. <laughs>
0: thank you. Thank you so much.